It's the one place in all of the internet where you'll find four guys talking pro wrestling way too seriously. Glenn Clark, Aaron Oster, Brandon Linton, and AJ Francis. This is Jobbing Out. Stand up the table, what's up? What's up? What's up? What's up? Welcome into episode number 168 of Jobbing Out. 168. Is that the number of days number Vince of days. McMahon was That was done? the number of days yep. that uh, Vince McMahon was why away was that all on the top of our head? Like, we got it immediately. Why is that? Well, I can't imagine why. <laughs> can't imagine why. Uh, I am Glenn Clark. He is Aaron Oster. And yes, he's still not dead yet <laughs> Brandon Linton Man, you, wouldn't got, want to, you would not yet. want you would you would not have wanted to do this show three days ago or four like four days ago is it really still four days ago it was that bad four days ago well four days ago was like the beginning of it not okay all right yeah yeah you know, you know when it was temporarily great though when you were on a lot of drugs <laughs> no on january 1st whenever the steelers beat the Ravens. oh okay you feel good about that it was, you feel... it was temporarily the pain had all subsided for like it was really weird brandon went from like not texting me for a few hours to all of a sudden knowing that i was working i got like five straight texts with him. <laughs> like yeah That's when buddy. i busted all the staples out uh, <laughs> right Kenny Pickett through that touchdown pass and then all the rest of them busted out when Minka Fitzpatrick got the interception. All right. Anything else? You got anything else? <laughs> the Rose Bowl was also fantastic. All right. That's right. You got a Rose Bowl. See, that's all you got to do. Every time I, you I went good. I feel like there was some weird uh, correlation. Between your misery and the fact that like. So, the... I was going to say, what would have happened if they had lost? If there was I would correlation? Ask my wife that. I would have been a miserable person. No. Even worse than I was. But I do think that those two things being at the like beginning of feeling better definitely helped. As and I know people think that's stupid. No, I get that, right? But like, I, I, I also. It's funny because the, when I was in the hospital the first time, the Steelers beat the Patriots, and I feel like I didn't even know that something happened to me. Like I was standing up. I had the freaking IV pole, and I was like standing up watching the game. And then they play the Steelers play the Saints the following week, but lost. But I watched both of them in the hospital. But it was still like one of those games where I didn't think we would win anyway. Right. So the fact that they were like that Juju Smith-Schuster fumble from winning was like enough of adrenaline that like when they lost, I was like, oh, that's still like. It was exciting, right? Like you were able to, like, I get it. It distracted you. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I mean, I'm not, I would say I'm glad, but. um... You're not. I'm not really. Now I got to think of whether or not I'm. I'm glad. Does it? Does it impact me in any way? Is there? No, not really. The Ravens are in the playoffs. Yeah, it doesn't. Well, then it would have been a home. I don't know. Whatever. I. It screw. Who knows what it would have been? They can still flip a coin. Yeah, they can still flip a coin. (laughs) They put out. By the way, they put out a graphic today, like celebrating. Here's our path to it. It's so weird. It's so. That was a little embarrassing. Right. Here's my question: If they show, if they come down to a coin flip and they show that on like NFL Network, what are the ratings? I mean, okay. They're, they're not. They're not <laughs> as like I saw people talking about that today. Like, I, you can find that out five seconds later on Twitter, right? Like, it's not. 
It's not even as long as the Kentucky Derby, right? <laughs> like, I don't know. People would watch. Are they going to fly the team captains to wherever to do the coin? Well, play? you know, the awkward part is that they should do it as soon as the game's over because, like, they're playing against each other they're this week. Yeah. But oh, the, true. But they won't know when the game's over if it matters or not because they still have to wait for the Chargers game. Chargers. Yeah. How hilarious know. would it be if they walk them back out to the field? And that's what no. like, Imagine they walk back out, they do the flip, and then the flip doesn't even matter. Right? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so much there. All right. Um, yeah. So we're glad that Brandon's uh, all right, um, and For we'll now. just yeah, we'll just keep kind of monitoring that. And as long as as long as he's with us, he'll continue to be with us. Is I think what we <laughs> have to say about that. We're you don't happy have to find about my that. replacement yet. Uh, oh, that. By the way, at at that point, it just might be time. We're we barely have air any longer. <laughs> like <laughs> we, it just might be at some point that we look at each other in the mirror, like you know, we gave it a run. I was I would say good run, yep. but let's just be honest. It's just a run. It's we a gave run. it a run. It's a run. That's what we had. Normally, at the beginning of the year, people are like, I promise great things coming to the show. I'm like, no, we're mostly just going to do the same thing. That's basically we, what we, it's going to be. We hope to be here this time next year. I hope that's the case. And I'm not even talking about Brandon's life. I'm just talking about like the reality of the show. The reality of the show. All right. Um, yeah, so... <sighs> I don't want to. We Bra- have to. Brandon texted us earlier, like, can we please not do the entire show on Vince McMahon? I'm like, bro, I get it. Like, I get it. Uh, yeah. I, I, I'm, I'm, I'm kind of all over the place with this, right? And, and I'll, I'll work you through where I am, and then you guys can chime in. Um, I, the first feeling that I had was the exact same as the feeling that I had when the allegations first came out and nothing was going to happen. And I said, I used the terms Mickey Mouse Company, like that, that you went through this and as a company didn't figure out a way to deal with this, didn't sit down and say, how do we get this figured out now so we don't have to deal with this again? How do we, people who want to run a billion dollar, if not more, business... Figure out the way to make sure that this is never an issue again. And you didn't. And I'm not trying to suggest that it doesn't make them a, a, a company of significant value. Obviously it does. But it's just so embarrassing. And it's a Mickey Mouse company. It's a non-serious Mickey Mouse company that, frankly, at this point, and I mean this with all of the respect in the world to Triple H... And not really sure where I am with Stephanie McMahon, to be totally honest with you, but it needs to be sold now. Like, if you can't prevent this from happening as a company, you can't run the company. You have nothing to offer as far as business acumen is concerned that you can't prevent a hostile takeover. That's nuts. It's insane that you can't figure out a way to make that work and smart people to get involved to prevent something like this from incurring. Away from wrestling, away from... Any of the other things we're going to get into, the, the bottom line for me is that you can't run a company if you can still allow this to happen. That's largely where I am. I, I you know, everything that you said was true. And it became worse when it turns out like his first move was to fire the people who were in charge of the investigations mm-hmm. and stuff like that's. You know, as bad as it was when it, we heard that he was going to be able to just come back because... Well, hold, hold on, that. hold on, hold on. We have to take this at face value for the moment, right? The people who were fired they were resigned. not those... 
but that but they did yes. fire three other people. They they yes, they they fired people and then the people in charge of the investigation resigned. So Correct. Yeah, okay, fine. What fine. Either way. But you could also you could I mean you could also posit that they were so fed up with him coming okay. back that they that, that's fair. Yeah. Either either way, his return led to the, the adults in the room leaving. Correct. Um like that that makes it even worse to me. And then so as far as the immediate picture, I'm I'm right with you, Glenn. This is embarrassing. This is crazy. Um and the one thing that as that, that keeps me from completely, you know, kind of losing my lunch over this is the idea that if we take it at face value, if we take him at his word, which we can't do, we cannot take him at his word on this, but that he's just there to help facilitate the sale. Okay. But I, I have no, no, I sort of, I sort of believe, I sort of believe that. I don't. Yeah, I don't either. Because that, that is the thing in which he stands to gain the most. Like he doesn't trust someone else to, I mean, the way I'm taking this is he wants to be in control of who it's sold to and for how much. Correct. So that's what he says. I, I think that Brandon, here's what I would say. My problem would be that in his mind, I believe that he thinks that if he's in charge of creative, he can help facilitate a better sale. Yeah, like I, I think that he can use that thought to justify anything he might do. I mean, I feel like we have to comment on that when it happens. Like, I, th- there's I, some I, amount no, of that no, that no, I agree no, no. with. There's some amount of that that I. Well, I think we can. We I, can. I think we could all sure. start freaking out and going over the top of like Vince McMahon's going to come back and ruin the company. But if if we're looking at what's been happening and to the numbers. It would suggest that the current management team is actually doing a better job than when he was in charge. But you're asking Vince McMahon. But it, no, but to, again, no, but again, again, if you're gonna use the point of, well, he's gonna say that he's gonna do a better job. Everybody in the room is gonna say, no, actually, we're are, are the numbers are better now, and so what, the point is to facilitate a sale. Right, but if the point is to facilitate a sale, he's not gonna make something less valuable to sell it. And if he can look at the numbers and say, well, the numbers are actually better now. Let's not screw with that. Let's just get this thing sold. Well, you know, while it's chugging along the way that that um, because you have to remember that, like the stock price going up when his name was reattached didn't have to do with creative. Like this is the way wrestling fans think has nothing to do with this could be an Oreo factory. You know what I mean? It has to do with they trust him to squeeze every dollar out of this thing to sell it, right? Or, no. or, or, or at least, no. At least it, it makes the sale more real because he's the one who owns yes. all the stock. So if he's on board with the sale, that means the sale is going to happen, basically, right? So, like, I think, we're all, I think we're all going... I think people are going a little too over the top on the changing of the show part of this. So now if the ratings start going down, I a hundred percent agree with you. That's exactly what's going to happen. I don't, I gotta, I gotta be honest with you, Brent. I think you're being more charitable than, than has been earned. Um, I, but this is completely new tech. Like this has it's never not, happened. He's chairman. It's never happened, but it goes back to exactly where we were, uh, you know, but not with ago. someone else running the company for six months that has proven to be better than him. I, I understand that, but you think but this Vince is McMahon, unprecedented like, territory. I understand that, but you think Vince McMahon, from everything we know about Vince McMahon, he and he has all the power right now. He is becoming chairman of the board again. He clearly can do whatever he wants. And you think he's just going to sit back and not be part I of do. it? I do. 
I do. I think he's a weirder person than people want to give uh, credit. I think he is more complicated than I think a lot of people want to think that this person just wants to railroad everything and do his ideas and that's it. And 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 for, if you hear, if you've ever listened to actual he's, real stories he's about extraordinarily close friends with Donald Trump. Yeah, but that doesn't mean anything. It does. It doesn't mean anything. I'm telling you, if you listen to, if you've ever listened to stories about, like, he's freaking weird. He's a lot weirder. Yes. It, but it, but what I'm saying is, it makes it way harder to read than he's just going to come back and take all no. the power back. I, I don't, I don't know. That is, that is, that's a lazy take. It's a lazy take. I agree with you, but if, if I told you that. He between now and whenever the sale happens, he doesn't have any input on creative. You, you really think there's a chance of that? Of any course. input? Yeah, I thousand percent. I think no. See, but there's a difference between saying I would be surprised if it happens versus I think it's going to. Like, would I be surprised if at some point he decides to do that? Of course not. But like, I don't think in this current climate, the way that everything is set up. I don't think it's very logical or business savvy to do that. So, so now let's go to, again, right. if, the, if the ratings tank in a month, that's a thousand percent what's going to so happen. So I, I, I think there's you're dealing with two separate things, right? Which is yes. speaking in absolutes, I'm, I, can't, I can't see the future. I don't know absolutely what's going to happen. And here's what I know. As of three days ago, there was a zero percent chance that that would happen. And today there's a non-zero percent chance that it will happen. Sure. And that alone is enough for me to be terrified by it. Well, let, let's slow down here. There was never a zero percent chance. That's that's well, not. Well, he a wasn't thing. singularly the chairman he, of the board. He owns a controlling stake in the company. There's never if, been a zero. If the company chance. had put in the structure in place to prevent a hostile takeover, then there would have been a zero percent chance of it happening. Which is why I'm so critical of the company and why it, it's right. proof to me they can't run the company. These people can't run the company if they left this. I don't in know place. enough about business, but I'm it, it is I'm curious to know if there even was a way. There is there's always when a someone owns a controlling stake but of, it, the, of the problem you, is it might mean that you can't be a family afterwards like right. that's the right. awkward it, it part about it it. it would have taken triple h and stephanie to say you know all the controlling shares to say we will let you go but part of this severance no, but he owns all this, the controlling shares but if the entire board was again when he stepped down at the is it but is it legal but, but yes, again these yes, are, the how entire, do you know that because, because companies do this all the time because this when happens. someone owns the controlling stake? Yes. Even when somebody controls the only stake, they build into their, 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 and I'm trying to think of the name of the term, they build into their operating procedures, even if it means that they have to ram it through and have a new board vote on something that did not exist before when the rules were put into place, they do this and they vote on a new set of operating procedures in order to allow for them to essentially do the exact opposite thing, which is they have a hostile takeover of the company. Well, they ram you out in the process by rewriting the rules for the way that they go about operating. It's not something that if you if you don't need to do it, it's not something that your your you know your shareholders are going to love. Like nobody likes seeing these types of dramatic things happen within a company that you own stock in. But when you understand the risk that's involved and you realize that this isn't something you can allow to happen, you do it. The complicated part is the people that would have had to have done it are literally your daughter and son-in-law. And that's what makes all of this it's very clear they had no interest in pissing Vince McMahon off to the point where he hated them. 
right? They didn't want to do that. So they just sort of said, let's just, you know, let's ease up on everything and everything's working out and everything will be fine. And you leave yourself vulnerable to something like this happening, which clearly they've known for some time. And that's part of what I blame them for. You knew this was something that was in the pipeline and you still didn't. There was no emergency put into place to protect something like this from happening to the company. And that's embarrassing. I mean, it's just embarrassing that you allow that to occur. But it goes a step beyond that, which is I, all of this being said, anything that we think we can assume, I'm throwing out the window. I, what I think you're right about, Brandon, is I don't think tomorrow night he's going to choose to, or tonight he's going to choose to insert himself in. I would be surprised by that. But I wouldn't be surprised by any egomaniac ever no matter success of a business be damned that you wake up in a morning and say not this is just the way that i operate because i've been around entirely too many of them i know you have as well to keep thinking that every day they're going to operate the exact same way versus waking up tomorrow and saying thinking you know what if i'm not involved it's better for the business there's a million people that would be able to say that today and still can't help themselves like just can't do it that they would rather be dead than acknowledge that them running things isn't what's best for their business. They would just, that's who they are. So it, is it totally possible that at no point he'll do it? This is really just a business directive and he just wants to sit in an office and have nothing. It's possible. Do I, I even considering it the most likely scenario is difficult for me because of what we know about these types of individuals. I mean, that's that's exactly where I'm at is like, I don't think he's going to overturn everything. Do I think he's going to want input in things here and there? Yeah, I I, I really do. But we to, to some point, we have to let it play out. We have to, to wait and see what happens. We have to we're going to find out. Right. There's enough, you know, Sean Saps of the world that someone will report something in the coming weeks if something changes. I mean, if we start seeing there is a Vince McMahon influence, even if it's not him taking over creative as much as it's just an influence, we'll find out. Like, there's no doubt about it. I, the, the feeling of uneasiness is not just among fans. I mean, the, it's clear. It's among a lot of people within the company that feel extraordinarily uneasy about it. And I don't blame them for that. Like, I can't, I understand why there is a feeling of uneasiness within the company. The other thing that tends to come when you start prioritizing a sale is what? Cutbacks. Slashing costs. Like, overwhelmingly, when somebody is preparing something to be sold, the next thing that tends to come along with it is slashing costs. It's what makes your company look more valuable. Even when the next guy knows, I'm going to have to invest more money, it, it just looks more valuable when you slash costs in the process. So if, as, as much as we can say, well, this is just about preparing for a sale, that's going to make things seem uneasy as well because whenever anyone is preparing something for a sale, they always immediately go about slashing costs. And personnel tends to be... I mean, is there something in the WWE that's more significant than personnel as far as costs are concerned? They just unloaded that building, right? The Connecticut building, you mean? Yeah. Yeah, I don't, I don't know how much they're saving going in because they're going to another Connecticut building. So I don't know what the reason, you know, I don't know the finances of that one. 
Yeah, I don't know. I mean, I just uh, I'd be surprised if there's a, a if there's any more big talent cuts again. I I feel like they're in a such a better place with that that like it would almost make them less valuable to do that. I that's just big not, picture. I mean, that's. I, that's not how business operates, right? Like, I was gonna say, how how would it make it less valuable? Well, if 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 you have stars that no longer want to be there and they're the face of your product, well, it's a different thing. Not they, they're not gonna. It's they're the not same gonna, thing. They're not gonna slash Roman Reigns. <laughs> like, no, but it might make someone of that stature not want to be there. I mean, they have to be concerned of morale of the people that are the faces of their company. Uh, I think that you know. Or or, I mean, or the future or the future acquisitions of talent. I mean, it, it doesn't definitely I, doesn't help. Like, let's 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 be honest about who this is buying it though. This is pre- like if this is a sale, this isn't going to be. And I'm just using not that it's going to be him, but someone like Tony Khan, who's a huge wrestling fan, who's coming in individually to right. buy a company. It's going to be uh, NBC Universal. It's going to be Disney. It's going you know one of these right. big conglomerates. A hedge, who wants a hedge fund. So they don't care about the individual people. They care about the possibility of content, which... Yeah, and those people really are the content. The but, they, but again, they, yeah. the, they can believe that you can do the content without having to have such a bloated group of people that you employ. It's always how these companies operate, right? It's the same reason why they cut shows that do well, but not quite well enough. And you start looking in the costs and you're like, yeah, not worth it. But yet, they, like, I, it's always the same thing. If a sitcom or a drama and a reality show have the exact same ratings, which one of them is getting cut? The drama. Always. Every time. Because it costs more to make that show. And if you're getting the exact same ratings, the other one is more valuable. It's just that... It's fair to say... I I think what these performers are making is like peanuts for a company like that. Yeah, for one of them. But if you can get rid of 10 of them... For all of them. I think for all of them. I think that the moment... If you're talking Disney... But yet they cut some. Uh, they they cut shows all the time that that aren't nearly like they they look at all of these things and they line item things despite the fact that they shouldn't have to. I mean, Disney's there is talk this year about Disney selling ESPN. Like there is legitimate yeah. talk within yeah, but the ESPN business community. ESPN is a turd. I mean, of course you would sell like ESPN. ESPN's most definitely not WWE a turd. <laughs> not at all. Like I was gonna say, is WWE more valuable e- than ESPN? ESPN's wildly profitable. It's just that because it carries so many costs as well, the idea is you could do something else with less costs and more profit. That's always the way these business, they just operate that way. That's who they are. Um, I, man, I, I, I'm going to say this and I hope none of this ends up being a problem. And in a way, Brandon, I appreciate your kind of cautious optimism. Like, I appreciate it, but I, I don't know, man. Like, I, I, I can't. I wish I could join you. I hope, the pro- I hope anything, it continues to be a good. Let me take that back. I hope SmackDown continues to be a good product. Raw <laughs> has not been a good product, so it's not something that I have to worry too much about at this point. It's been a chore for a very long time to, for me to watch Raw. I hope SmackDown continues to be a good product because I still very much enjoy watching WWE SmackDown. I also watch WWE Raw, and that's <laughs> that's a conversation for another day. It is very much a show that exists. That's all that I can say about it. All right. I feel like, is there something else related to Vince McMahon that we can cover? I don't think so. All right. Let's let's get into it. So uh, we have been uh, gone for a little while, although there wasn't a, a Raw the first week. And so, uh, you know, it's it's what it is. We haven't done a show since the jobbies. Um, there's not a 
like it's not even like there's a bunch of things that jump out to me as being overwhelmingly significant. It feels like the rumors that exist are more significant to me than the actual things that have occurred since the last time we've done a show. Um, they did let Roman Reigns take a loss, which kind of sorta. I mean, they did. Like he. He, he, he has a loss on his record, which is something they hadn't done before. And I genuinely didn't think they would until they had him lose. Now, I get it. Like, the argument that was presented was about <laughs> John Cena and, you know, all of that. But, you know, it still allowed Roman Reigns to be listed as a loser of a match, which I... Aaron, when was the last time Roman Reigns was listed as the loser of a TV match? In a non-disqualification, it was the end of 2019. I mean, that's a, 2020. That's yeah. unbelievable. Like that's a, yeah. I do, I do think I I think, 2020. Sorry, I think there's more yeah. value. I think there's more value in the loss than the win, because once the Sammy stuff happened, you know that that can be a breadcrumb for for that, because he's the one who got pinned. I I don't. It's it's interesting. I think you're right in a vacuum. I guess the question is: Is there more value in the overall ability to sell for whoever it is that beats Roman Reigns, they're beating someone who literally hasn't lost a match in years, right? I don't think that if, matters in any way. If, well, I was going to say, if it was, tag ma- if it was a singles match, I would say absolutely well, I, of you're course correct. Not. I mean, obviously, it's overwhelming yeah. if it's a singles match, but you can't. <laughs> yeah. what you can't say now is Roman Reigns has been undefeated for two years. You can't build that up. When you build up to whoever the person wins, and I get in singles this, competition, now you got it. You, you got it. Just say he hasn't been pinned. You know, you have to insert. You do have to. They said Roman Reigns has not been pinned or submitted in I, three I, years or I, whatever. I understand yeah. that, and they'll do that. But there is a difference between that and undefeated. Is it subtle? Yes, of course it's subtle. But I do think it's significant, and. I don't know that you needed to do this in order to. I, I think the Usos could have lost with Sammy a match that would have accomplished something similar. But not if you're going to have um, Kevin Owens or someone say this. Hey, uh, Roman Reigns lost his first match in two years because of Sami Zayn or whatever. You know, like if there's if there's something in the buildup to whatever is coming next that uses that, I think it's valuable in that way. Okay. If you specifically make it a if you make it a character essentially I'll listen to that that if you allow that to hang over everyone and let Roman Reigns stew on it for a couple of weeks and then snap because of it I mean the unfortunate thing is that <laughs> Roman Reigns is on TV and the time to do that would have been Monday yeah right? I mean, I mean that, was, that was the weird thing about is he, it is he I, not I really on TV tonight again do we know uh, I don't remember him being advertised for tonight. Yeah, I don't think so either. So that's the other weird part, right? Is like because he's not on TV, it's hard to capitalize on moments like that. Um, so it's we it is so it is we it's hard to tell these stories if you're not going to have the guy there. Now they, I guess you could do it with the other members, but they don't seem to have cared all that much that's- on. And that's the weird thing. I really expected Monday there to be some sort of slight, even if it wasn't, oh my God, we're turning on you now, just something to indicate, yeah, we're a little pissed at Sammy right now. He let us down. Just even the slightest bit of that. And they didn't do any of that on Monday, which was weird. 
Yeah, that was weird. I mean, there's there's no doubt they that was very weird. And frankly, they didn't really do anything that I thought even thought was valuable on Monday. It they had Hardy hit Celestico with a guitar. Uh, you know what Monday? I, I I who was the reporter that sent out the thing about you know there could be yeah it could it was be an event, be a very newsworthy show it, 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 which was so much worse because it wasn't a good show but it wasn't like the worst show I've ever seen but because we were viewing it through the prism of it being a good show. Then it came off like the worst show I've ever well, seen. Here's the problem. I actually thought it was a good show. However, because I thought something was going to happen, it made it not good. I, I didn't. Like, I didn't think it was particularly like, I think good. I thought if it was I had not been fine. expecting something, I thought it was a pretty good show. I don't know. I, I, it was. It was fine. Like hmm. the the like there were a couple of highlights. I, I mean, the Dom promo was amazing. Um, yeah, yes. But there wasn't. Do you really think that? Memorable. Do you really think I, that? I really enjoyed. I really enjoyed that promo. Honestly, man, I thought. I, I thought they really. I, I, I'm really all in on this so stuff. I, yeah, yeah. I, I, I only think it's amazing if he's supposed to be a comedic character, and I, I think he's partially supposed to be. He I is think he's supposed to. Be, yeah, he's he's supposed to be the the clear wimpy loser who thinks he's so much tougher than <laughs> yeah. he is. And I get and that, but that. That doesn't work for me with the Judgment Day one. And no, it- no, wait, hold on. It does, actually. And be- I've been meaning to bring this up, and we haven't been able to talk about the Judgment Day because there's been too many other things. I figured out what they're doing with, with this. Because um, Finn Balor is kind of that, right? Like, he's kind of not a serious character. No. And I- it, yeah, no, he isn't. It's, and, it's, and it offended me at first. It's different. Yeah. It offended, it offended me at first. And then I figured out they were just trying to make him like a complete d bag. Like, well, I don't know if I agree with them making him that. Like, what he is makes sense with what this is. No, Finn is way more of a traditional uh, chicken shit heel, and chicken yeah. shit heels yeah. are are fine because but they're 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 doing it for a purpose. With the uh, the other thing is we have plenty in the bank knowing that Finn Balor is cool as f, right? Like, right, you're right. not. You're not wrecking Finn Balor. It's like when Chris Jericho would become a chicken shit heel, right? Like, but he's not just chicken shit. He's also like cheesy. Like his promos are cheesy, and he has like dumb little sayings, and like he like does the he hasn't been, finger he hasn't guns. Been and that, he hasn't been doing it that much. Well, he just hasn't him. been on TV, but he definitely does it. Every there time there he, might be some of it, but it doesn't outweigh that he's he's Finn Balor. Like, that's the the part oh, of this right. that's significant. He, he can get away with it because you know it's an act. Do- Dominic Mysterio is nothing. Like, this is the problem. <laughs> and, and I mean this at all. He's zero. And the, like, the... But that's why this works. Because he's zero and he can pull this off because we know he's zero. And to see him even try to act hard is inherently ridiculous and it works but it was like the the thing at his grandfather's house that was painful like that wasn't just not entertaining that was painful what dude that was bad every layer of that was bad the thing on thanksgiving i didn't think it was nearly as bad my mommy hit mommy come on that line was great that the the he has no acting chops at all he has no ability to understand how to sell it to make like the thing that this character that you're describing, like the DJ Qualls from Road Trip type, <laughs> he does not have the acting ability to do that. It was poorly timed. It was awkward. As, it was just bad acting. Now you can say, well, I can get some com- comedic value out of bad acting, but there's nowhere to go from there. There's no, this is why I want to keep watching Dominic Mysterio. It's, 
it's so bad I'll look at it out of a train wreck scenario, but that doesn't get you somewhere. This doesn't ultimately help Dominic Mysterio become a character at some point, unless he just wants to be a bad-acting version of DJ Qualls for the rest of his life. Like, this is nothing. See, here's what I will disagree. He was absolutely nothing, brought nothing to the table. He was, shoot, outside of when something randomly happened that was so bad we had to talk about it, we did not bring up Dominic's name. And the fact that he's doing relevant enough things and things in a way, whether or not you think it's intentionally bad, bad, whatever, he's now bringing something to the table, which is, quite frankly, a start for him. So I don't know if I can say oh, this will never lead to anything. I, I can't s- see into the future there. But the idea that he's doing something that's I find entertaining, for wh- yeah. whether it's ironically entertaining or really entertaining, he's doing something that's entertaining, which is working for me. And, and, the, and he has massive heat with the crowd. I don't know if it's the good kind of heat. I, I think it's the we don't want you here heat. I, I don't... Man... You guys, I'll give you credit. You are seeing something that I'm not seeing. Like, I'm seeing this as painful bad. Like, the we have to do this to you because we literally can't get it. I'm, man, I, I don't want to, I hope he never hears this because I don't want to hurt his feelings. <laughs> I had, I had a producer once who was incredibly hardworking and a very sweet kid and I'm friends with him still to this day. His name is Ryan. He's a wonderful kid, but he's the worst on air person you could ever be handed. Like, he, He's just not a good talker. Like, and I think he knows that. Um, and I had to be downright mean to him in order to create any value out of him as a sidekick on a radio show. And people would say to me, like, man, you're being mean to him. And I would say back, and now you care. And now you feel something towards him. Because if I didn't do that, you wouldn't feel anything. It would just be uncomfortable. And this just feels like a... Dude, we have to do this to you because we can't get anything else. There's nothing there. And that's the painful part to me. I said this to, to Brandon when he sent me the video the first time. Like, what, The crazy part to me is the lengths that Rey Mysterio is willing to embarrass himself in an attempt to get his son over, right? And he's, to me, not. There's nothing there. I don't want to see more of it. The If, if he was... I'm trying to say this the nicest way possible. If he was James Ellsworth, fine, right? Like, just do. James Ellsworth is the perfect person for this. Like, just do this. Just make fun of someone openly because they're not. There's nothing there anyway. Once the you get all the the blood out of the James Ellsworth stone by making fun of him, you're he's not gonna go win a match. Like, he's not gonna go be somebody. This there. He's James Ellsworth. Like, yeah, but but he is winning matches. But he's not really winning matches. He's winning matches. James Ellsworth also beat uh, uh, AJ Styles. AJ Styles. <laughs> he's not doing anything that makes you say like, "God damn, I need to see that guy at WrestleMania, man!" Like, I need to. That's I, not who he is right now. I, I mean, that's. I don't think that's a fair. Hold on, hold on. At, at, at the same time, if you tell me we go to WrestleMania and we see Rey Mysterio kick Dominic Mysterio's ass, I'm not. You can only do that it. once. That's fine. That's all I need. If you're telling me that this is what we're doing with Dominic Mysterio for the next three months, and then kind of from there we figure it out, but we're just trying to get to that point, yes. It comes off way more to me like we don't know that there is another point. Like, we don't know. And maybe there's not. 
that, maybe there's not an in this bubble. I'm fine with it then. But that's the ja- that's what this is. That's the ja- but that to me that's James Ellsworth. Like that's what this is. This is you serve a purpose until we have to dispose of you, and it's far more alarming to me that you that you can't do something else. And I don't know. It's again, to Brandon, to your point, is that his fault or is it their fault for forcing it before he was ready? Two completely separate conversations to be had. Should Dominic Mysterio never? It it felt like they wanted him to be Rey Mysterio because as we've talked about a million times, Rey Mysterio is so valuable to them within the Latin community that they're trying to find the guy that can be Rey Mysterio for the next 20 years. And it felt at first like whether he's ready or not, we're going to inject him because we want him to be that thing. And this feels like their way of announcing quite loudly, yeah, he ain't never going to be that guy. Like th- this is all we can do because there is nothing else. Um, I, I, for what it's worth, the, the, the prison thing to me was at least bad funny. Unlike the grandparents thing. I didn't think that was even bad funny. Like I, the prison thing, I was so absurd that I at least laughed at it, but I just, I didn't think that this is what we were supposed to be doing with Dominic Mysterio at this point. And that's, you're going to have to think, tell me more about the guys that have overcome, not just this type of booking, but this type of we don't believe that you can do the work, so we're going to book you like this and figure it out three years later. I'm, it's not coming to me right now, but I'd have to think about yeah, I'm not, it. But... I'm not telling you that there isn't an example of it because, yeah, yeah I mean, I got, Lord knows I can't think of every professional wrestler in the history of humanity. But Austin Theory? Um, they definitely let him work more than Dominic. Like they, they were giving him. I mean, legitimate... Dominic wrestled at WrestleMania. <laughs> we, and, and what? And, and what? But didn't he? Yeah, I mean, it, it, it's just, it's just a, it's, it's, it's trying to find something exactly like this because you could say like they had very little faith in The Rock earlier. You know, he's always the example you'll go on as someone who looked dead in the water and then turned things around. And I'm not even going to put them in the same sentence together. But like, I'm just trying to someone who is, seemed dead in the water, who turned things around. Um, but at, for me right now, what I'm looking at, I'm not worried about Dominic two years from now. If Dominic is done after this Rey Mysterio feud, okay. And it's it's a bummer because it does seem like they had more thoughts for him, but maybe they realize that there's not there. So I just kind of care about this bubble. I care about what I'm seeing on TV now, and I'm being entertained by it. So I, I'm just not looking that far into the future for him i mean that's 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 fine again i just i really didn't think that dominic mysterio was supposed to be james ellsworth like i really didn't think that was the case and so i it's 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 more painful for me for that like again to your point it might just be that it might be that there is nothing more that there can you can get from that that you could have ray babysit him for a little while and then you try to put him out on his own and then you realize he can't do it like he's just not that guy and I hope I hope that at some point it, it clicks, right? Like I to the problem with making the comparison the rock is obviously like you knew the charisma was at least there for the rock. Yeah. And and you just don't Well, that's don't don't forget you didn't know the charisma was there for the rock early on. You didn't know you, really the, did. you didn't know he was the rock, but you immediately <sighs> the smile, the whole thing. He I don't know, a, man. I don't, no, I don't the, agree the with smile, that. Like, 
No. That, I mean, you could see that the first time you could see that there was a million dollar smile that he flashed the first time that he came. There's a lot of guys with a million dollar smile. I understand, but we're not even getting that from Dominic Mysterio. <laughs> he doesn't even look the part. Like that. Well, that's the. Yeah. That's one of the bigger problems. Yes. This is what I keep coming back to. Like, yeah. there's no. Tell me the box he's checking. Any name one box that he, he's checking. He, he has the Mysterio name. That's, that's it. The box. That's the list. That's it's bad, man. Now, it's, if I wonder if in my okay, because of who he is, it's not weird. But outside of that, it's weird that they didn't try to develop him more in NXT and just threw well, him into Raw. He's, he's well, but not, but like, do they get through the Rey Mysterio thing and then do that? Like, is that the path? If, okay, if, if that you send him back down you, afterwards? You can, or yeah. I, I almost wonder if he's one of those guys where you kind of, you can, let go, you let him kind of do his, you know, figure himself out. No, but the ver- the version of this would be, of that for him would be NXT, though. They're not going to get rid of him. I mean, yeah, that's I mean, he's still Rey Mysterio's son. Like, yeah, I, yeah, I, I, don't, yeah. I don't think you can do that. I, I no, think... the version of that would be, let him go to NXT and basically do what he figure it out you know what i mean and and experiment and do things and by the way it's not embarrassing anymore for him to do that because freaking everyone's doing that so the new day is on wait a second oh i i just thought of the the comparison a guy who who was up there for a little bit showed absolutely nothing went down to nxt and became something bo dallas boy if that's how's he doing now i mean i i well bro i I hear you drew mcintyre but Drew was never. The, yeah, the, yeah. The, the, the problem was never. Like, he could always wrestle. He just it didn't click for whatever reason, character wise. Like the problem was never that we. Kane. He had he was these, always six ten. Yeah, I mean, he like, was Isaac Yankum, I, mean, like, I, I under, a lot of people have had bad characters or bad cards they've been yeah. dealt, but no one's had this combination of. Like it, this isn't even bad booking to start. They gave him good booking to start. He was ju- all he had to do was be Rey Mysterio's son. Like that's it. Which he qualified. He was Rey Mysterio's son. It was a good character to play, and he hasn't been able to overcome it. Like, ah, man, it's tough for me. Yeah, it's, it's really tough. I'm sorry. I didn't mean to do this much on Dominic Mysterio. I was, I was gonna say we, we kind of buried him for 20 minutes I know, now. Right. I know. <laughs> so, but you know what's funny is I go back to that report and and I'm, apologies. It's Lewis something or other. I don't remember who the guy is that, that gave the report. And he said afterwards that he was led to believe that either Edge or Cody. Cody Cody was going to return on Monday night. And it did make me wonder for a second because remember, the DeMar Hamlin thing happened early in the football game. I did, yeah. I did wonder out loud if after that happened somebody might have said if we were planning on doing something that matters tonight, don't do it. I just well, well, it definitely wasn't Cody because Fightful later said it, that that was never a thing. Okay. Yeah, Co- Cody was never there, and it might have been just that you know they they saw in the rundown Cody reintroduction or something like that, and that's how it got to this point. But yeah, we know Cody wasn't there. I don't know about Edge. Well, and I go a step further. If it was just Edge, then it didn't. It was not worthy of that report. No offense, like Edge. I get his Edge, but like Edge. Edges hey, apparently he, he got, was worthy of like four weeks of vignettes. So. I was gonna say he comes he comes back all the time. I mean that's the problem. Like saying saying this is gonna be a very eventful raw because Edge is back. Like I mean it, I don't I don't even know why Edge is gone. <laughs> like, 
I mean, the, so we can come back, right? Gone so we can come back. <laughs> like, Cody, yes, would qualify unquestionably. Cody would qualify, but Edge does not qualify at this point as being newsworthy when he comes back. Like, oh right, Edge is back. Yeah. Oh right, cool. We'll see him for a couple months, and then he'll be gone again, and then we'll do this all over again. That's just the way that it works with him. Um. Anyway, I'm sorry. I don't even remember where we were. <laughs> like, how did we? We were just kind of going through notable things. We were saying Raw wasn't very notable, and. Did anything else happen on Raw? I thought, talk I thought the main event person. was pretty good. It was good. But I don't know if yeah. it was notable. No, like, it, was, it was a good match. Uh, unless, I, un, unless Seth Rollins is injured, then that, in which case that's yeah, notable. Right. I, I do think it was a good match. Um, again, the problem for me always continues to be that you're, you're trying to get me to believe that this is the championship and it's not the championship. It doesn't make the match less good. It's just, it, dude, I'm glad that you, I'm glad that you are capable yeah. of doing that. I am not. And I put that on me. I'm not putting that on, well, no, it is on them. They're the ones that decided <laughs> not to have a championship on TV. That's on them. Um. Yeah, I, for for me, it's you, you tell me Seth Rollins has a good match. Like for it to be notable for me, Seth Rollins has to have like a match of the year match because Seth Rollins having a good match is a you know every day. About theory having a really good match, it's with Seth Rollins. Like, yeah, that's that, an interesting that's point. Like, I, I to Brandon's point though, I do think that banking more with theory and yes, like sure. this is the shame of the if. If they're really going to bring John Cena in and not do Austin Theory, like at some point, I got to be honest with you, they are really effing this up. And you can say all you want about, well, you know, John Cena and Logan Paul is big money. I, how many well, times? No, have, that sucks. Yeah, what sucks no, for yeah, us? I was going to say, Logan, Logan Paul versus anybody is big money. You, and it sucks like, for us. It's but Logan I, Paul. I understand the argument, but at some point, are you going to keep having John Cena appear and not do this? I, the. Brandon's right. He's banking more and more that he deserves the opportunity to beat John Cena and get a major moment and move towards an actual championship. Like, this yeah. is working with Austin mm-hmm. Theory. It's a mm-hmm. shame he's on Raw right now, although not that SmackDown's any better because he wouldn't be able to get into a championship picture. It's a shame he's on a show that has no championship. Like, there's... No, he has the championship. Thank you. Thank you, Brandon. Thank you for the reminder. <laughs> Thank you for the reminder. <laughs> So what was the rumor that was out there about what they might do in order to create a champ? Like that they don't even attempt to bring the other championship back from Roman Reigns. They create like an all new championship. That's the championship. Wait, that one. I saw something about I hadn't, this. I, hadn't seen See, that. I thought, I thought the rumor was that they're having the bloodline do all these attacks in an attempt to get the authority, whatever to strip Roman Reigns or, or put him in a precarious position to have to get rid of one of the belts that was what i read like basically that the reason they're doing all these takeovers by the bloodline is they're gonna force some retaliation from management or whatever my idea would be they say roman reigns has to defend one of the belts in the elimination chamber and he makes Sami Zayn do it for him and then that's how he loses his title uh, this is from Dave Meltzer. In the latest Wrestling News or, uh, New Observer newsletter, Dave Meltzer reports that there is still a lot of talk about introducing a new title next year. That sucks. Well, Don't do that. Yeah, d- 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 does that specifically say new world title or yes, just new it title? it says, Details are still scarce regarding plans for a new Raw championship, but we may already know okay. who will hold it, blah, blah, blah. The report stated that this match would be for the WWE championship. Okay. Well, that's not a new championship. <laughs> Well, I mean, technically, I don't know what the titles are even called anymore. <laughs> like, I have we no- do know what they're called. Do we? I mean, that's that's obtuse. Yes, we no, do know it, what they're it, called. It, 
No, we know what it is the WWE World Universal Champion. That's the WWE Universal Champion. I think that's what. Okay. That's what we. Yeah, that's not the WWE Championship. That's the WWE right. World Universal the Championship. Uni- no, it's, it's because a, they're putting the two together. I understand that. Well, right but, now, it's one championship with that, two belts at the moment. Correct. Oh, He's still carrying two belts. Correct. But this is what makes all of this absurd. We don't. It's all absurd. I don't know why I said this is what makes this absurd. All of it is absurd. Every ounce of this is absurd. The report suggested that they would simply create a new championship to be the championship on Raw. Like, which again, is better than not doing anything. I I can't even believe I'm saying this. I'm going to justify it. The the worst thing you can do is continue to do nothing. This stinks, but what doesn't stink? They're not going to let Roman Reigns lose. So what doesn't stink? They call it the undisputed WWE Universal, Universal Championship. World Heavyweight Championship There's of no the world. world. There's no world. Undisputed WWE but, Universal I mean, I, Championship. Either way, you have the Universal Because before, well, to... remember, there was no WWE before. It was in the Universal. It was the WWE Championship and the Universal Championship. That's what they were called. And then when they combined right. them, they called them the WWE Universal Championship. There was no yes. world in the titles of well, either. They could do whatever they want to do. I, they no, I'm could... just telling you what it is now, currently. That's I, okay. what they were but, doing. But meaning is, you can introduce a WWE Championship, and that does not currently exist. It's stupid. And You, for... you could, <laughs> but you would have to change what they're doing with this one, too. Well, sure, he wouldn't carry around Todd. He could. He could just say, my belt is two belts because I'm better than you. I mean, <laughs> like, you can do whatever the hell you want. They clearly don't care. I, I think we need Vince McMahon to come so- fix this. Is what no, but I need. mean, if you make, <laughs> I mean, don't forget, if you make a new belt, you have to change the existing belt. Because if you don't, or belts, or whatever you want to call them, if you make a new one and you keep the existing one the way it is, you're just creating another U.S. title or another intercontinental title it's gonna be it's still gonna feel like that it's not gonna matter what you call it you know what i mean it would if you're if you're declaring the problem is like the intercontinental championship has existed for forever we know it's not the championship if you're creating a belt and saying this is the world championship belt then we know what that means the problem is what you do with it and 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 what you do with the existing title because i predict that what would happen is that in a year's time, we'll be on this show say, if we're still all around and we'll be saying, hey, they created this championship and it's just a third secondary championship because Roman Reigns has this other thing and the other one is being competed for by The Miz and Bobby Lashley and Sheamus and all these people and we're going to say it feels secondary. Yeah, I mean, if. It- if you have a second belt, whether it's Roman dropping it or Roman not dropping it, however you create a second belt, you can't have Roman anywhere near contenders to the other belt. You have to have two two separate shows. You have to have the brand split to have two titles. Because, yes, otherwise Roman, if he has a championship, is going to lord over everything, especially if the bloodline is still the most important thing on television. Other than yeah. that, though... <laughs> <laughs> Um, I look, man. I I, I yeah. still there isn't a correct answer. This goes. This is much like the conversation we've been having about the Bills and Bengals this week. There isn't a correct answer to any of this. Um, but you got to do something at some point, and we are to completely understand that they will do something. Like they're they're essentially booking championship matches for WrestleMania for a belt that doesn't exist, which is 
which is wild. Uh, it is extraordinarily yep. wild. All right, what else that we needed to cover? Because we, I can only do about twelve more minutes. Yeah. Uh, well, we got to talk about Charlotte. All right, Charlotte's back. I mean, I. And she's the champion. Yeah, I mean. <laughs> yeah. What? It, that was record time. <laughs> I, I don't. You know what's f- so funny? I was not even remotely offended by this because of who the champion was. That's, and by the way, like, I, there's been a lot of think talk about that or think tanks about that this week that. They, they, somehow they've made Charlotte a baby face in all of this. Just by yeah. being insane. Just by what a reaction. getting the belt off of Ronda Rousey. That's all you had to do to make Charlotte a baby face, which is wild, man. Wild reaction. I mean, I yeah. know they were in Tampa or whatever. but uh, and, and it was a surprise, so you, you kind of put that a little bit towards it. But again, as you're like, I kind of want to go come on here and be like, I can't believe they're doing it with Charlotte again, but it's better than the alternative. Yeah, it is. That's the terrifying part is it is better than the alternative. You're right. Um, so then we need to deal with uh, – Can we? is there anything else WWE-wise? Can we get to AEW? Oh, oh yeah. We, we, I, I do have to say, after all of these years that all of us on this show have complained about wrestlers being idiots and not just declaring themselves for the Rumble, our co-host – Forgot to declare himself yeah, that, for the that, Rumble. What is yeah. wrong with him? What is yeah. wrong with him? Just say, I'm in. That's it. Like, it's over. You're in. Now he's got a face. He, he clearly doesn't listen to our podcast. What is wrong My with God. him? He's got a face ricochet. That is quite I can't. I can't wait for that. Yeah, I'm excited way. for it. But it's it's yeah, very, very dumb on his part. There's no doubt about it. <laughs> um, A.W., they're, they're not gold anymore, so there's that. We've got that going for us, <laughs> which I, I guess is nice. I, don't I like know. the colors. Yeah, I actually kind of like them too. I think the other part was they were in a big arena this week, and so everything just looked good inside a big arena. Yeah. And right. a hot crowd. And, yeah, yeah. Right, a place they'd never been before. And you know, I, thought, I thought the show was actually pretty good. I thought the show yeah. was good. I There's a couple things, but I thought the show was yeah, pretty good. Yeah, I mean, I'd, I, I know that they... Like it's it's it would have been far worse if they had them win the but there's just never gonna be a day where Jeff Jarrett <laughs> holding a, a tag team belt even for a second is gonna be something that I'm gonna be okay with. Like I'm just not. I, I gotta tell you, I thought that match was thoroughly entertaining. I, and, I was gonna say for a dusty finish, it was yeah. perfectly executed. Especially the fact that Audrey in her hometown was the ref to come out and, and do I all thought that. that. It was great. I thought listen, I gotta tell you, my I I know how we all feel. I know I feel the same way, but the thought I had watching that match was like, Jeff Jarrett looks like a million bucks. I mean, he's in really good shape and he still works really well. And, and if it's harmless and he's not winning, okay, whatever, you know, like, like there was a minute where I was like, if they, if they're just doing this to do a rematch, I'm not okay with it. I'm not okay with him having the title at all. But I mean, this match was a lot of fun. I thought. I thought it was fine. I think it. I'm. I was a little bit turned off because um, uh, Max Caster was offbeat on his rap. Like, uh, he was. I didn't, a little bit. I didn't like that. Like that. That bugged me. And I don't know if that's like his headphones didn't work or something like that. But yes, the match itself was fine. I just you'll never. I, I'm checked out immediately. <laughs> like I'm checked out. Um, they, I get it. They built it around a big moment, which was cool. Um, you know, we'll see where it goes from there. If 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 it means something for Darby Allen, if they're going to take the training wheels off at some point, like they did this before and they didn't take the training wheels off, so I don't know what to make of it. But at least the moment was cool and it felt big and it felt real. Um, you know, I 
they have this nasty little habit of doing the exact same thing, and that's what they're doing with the Daniel Bryan. It's the exact same yeah. thing as yeah, mm-hmm. like they just. I I, I had I, I do appreciate though Danielson acknowledged like on promo acknowledging it's the exact same thing. So here's how it's going to be a little bit different. Yeah. Like at least they clearly said, hey, this is MJF's playbook, and we're going to have Danielson be kind of smart and call him out on it. So that. But then least, he just I, did I, it anyway. Right. Yeah, no, I, no I, I agree with you 100% that, that, but at least it is slightly different. But yeah, it, it's bad. I don't know why they keep going back to it, especially when they realize they're going back to it. I mean, at least wait a, a while. Because like, the, the, yeah. the thing that's like, it's kind of annoying about like it's it's not the end of the world. No, because I know we'll, we'll we'll love getting to see you know Brian Danielson wrestle great matches every week, but like we know he's winning the match. <laughs> I almost wish that they would. You know what's really funny, Brandon, that you say that. I remember yeah, when I was in the hospital with you because um, I don't know if you guys heard, but Brandon has cancer. Um, <laughs> I when I talked about this with the um, the elite and death triangle thing. We're yes. like, they're down 3-1, and they go ahead and announce what the matches are going to be. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's so embarrassing. Like, with it's, the seventh one being, like, the biggest show of the quarter. It's just so You're embar- like, obviously, they're doing that match. Like, and, know? like, I know that we know when they announce the seven-match series, like, we all know it's going to seven. Like, we understand that. But at least in, but in kayfabe, kayfabe yeah. that you don't, yeah. you're not supposed to do that. I almost would appreciate if he'd said... Whether you win or lose these matches, what I'm really doing is trying to soften you up. That's really what this is and would be a little bit different because the point is well taken. We know what's going to happen. He's just going to win all the matches. So at some point, just address that. Just say, this isn't about wins or losses. I just want you to have to work your ass off for a month and be beaten up before I get my piece of you. That to me is more valuable than if you get through. Like it's it's embarrassing. It's embarrassing the bit that we're like, maybe there's a chance that you might not win in them all. Get the f out of here. Like we know. So I would just it's a subtle thing, but just say, hey, look, you're gonna get you're gonna get your match, but before that, you're gonna do a lot of things. And win or lose, I'll be waiting for you on the other side. Um you can still have him win all the matches at that point. Like you, you can still yeah. do that, but just pretending like there's some scenario where he loses one, it just makes you look stupid. That's all. Don't disagree. Anything else from AEW? Not really, honestly. Really? Was there, oh. I don't know. Jericho, uh, uh, Ricky Starks. Yeah, it was good. Jericho clean. Yep. Yeah. Yep. That was Great good. match. That was good. No, they, I mean, they, they, they got his heat back afterwards. And so, oh, well, well, no. What do you think about Soraya saying Tony Storm is her partner next week? I still, I'm, until it's not uh, Mercedes, I'm going to assume that she is going to take out Tony Storm before the match. But, yeah. That would make a lot of sense. Either that or do you think this was them realizing everyone assumed it was her and were like, oh, shit, we need to say who it is so that they don't shit on it when it happens. And and that's the smart. If it's not Mercedes, then it better. Because that's that's what Dave Meltzer said. Dave Meltzer has come out and said exactly Multiple people have reported like there is no deal between Mercedes and AEW. And And by the way, if you were New Japan, why would you? I mean, I guess you could make the argument if that if, if they think that would help that show. For her to appear, like, a, but if they ha- they have her wrestling Kyrie Sane in February at this other event, why would you want her to appear unless we, you think it helps? Well, we don't. 
I was going to say, we don't know what her contract is there. We don't know if there's even a contract there because all a lot of those women well, aren't really contracted to New Japan. But what I'm saying is, if you and... have an event, but, but aside from all that, you have an event, right? Okay. And you've agreed to pay this performer to headline that event because that's the only match they're really pushing for that event, right? Yes. Um, as of now, there, there's a number of things that have popped up right. that might be happening. But, but that, yes. they clearly think that that is a really valuable match. Sure. Why would you do that if you knew that you were going to let this person do something else three weeks before that? You you want her to have the first match with you, the first match outside Correct. of WWE. Okay, yeah, no, that makes sense. I mean, to me, that makes a lot of sense. Now, the only the only thing I would say counter to that is if they think that there's such massive exposure from having her on that show that it helps their show and they can promote that show. Then and that's he, like that's not nothing, by the way. It's, no, yeah. absolutely not. And, that's and, why and I bring it up. Way, they, and, and they've set it up. The, you know, the other matches uh, at Wrestle Kingdom. Obviously, Kenny Omega's the the IWGP US Champion. So they're going to probably do some crossover there. So this might be just a kind of a scenario where we're seeing a decent amount of crossover. So sure. So that, that, to me, that's the only reason you would want because otherwise, because like maybe and maybe by the way, maybe it shifted. Maybe it was supposed to be her, and then the you know whatever collaborative yeah. talks they were having turned into no like you could she can come out but she can't wrestle because you still did have Britt Baker say the I'm the boss thing, yeah. So there was still that. Yeah. It's true. Yeah, that did happen. I mean, that it, did happen. Yeah. So maybe so you switch from her having a match to her just coming out, and then that does the job of promoting the thing. It gives AEW their big moment of having her on the show. And everybody's happy. And then but if they you can... have her on the show and she's not like the only way that would work is if she's going to wrestle again after she does the New Japan. No, thing, right, right? No, that's like, what yeah. I'm implying. You can't. Exactly you can't. You can't bring comes, her on the show. Yeah. So that's that's exactly what I'm yeah. implying. Yeah, yeah. She, she comes out, makes a save, sets up something for Revolution. Right. Yeah, that would work. That would work. I mean, you could even have someone, you know, do something at that other show. You know. Right. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Anything else? Okay. Mm, I don't think so. All right, very good. Let's wrap it up. Uh, Aaron, why don't you start with the plugs? Uh, yeah, come see me at the Circa out in Las Vegas. We're here on Fremont Street. Obviously, some big events coming up, Super Bowl, March Madness, opening day, all sorts of stuff. If you like sports, come out to the Circa and say hey. Very good. Brandon? We just announced uh, Chase Rice is coming to Rams Live on June 22nd, and tickets go on sale next Friday. So, um yeah, go to RamsHeadLive.com for all tickets and at RamsHeadLive on Twitter and Instagram for all show announcements. And as always, I am at Brandon Linton on Twitter. And spend Valentine's Day with Brandon and I at Rams. Our Lady Live. Peace. We are at Rams having Live. a hot Valentine's Day date at Rams Head Live. I'm looking forward to it. It's going to be too. awesome. Uh, I'm at Glenn Clark Radio, glennclarkradio.com for me. Of course, at AJ Francis 410 for him on all socials. For Brandon, for Aaron, and for the main events. AJ Francis, uh, aka Frank. I'm Glenn Clark. This is Ben jobbing out. Jobbing out. <laughs> oh, am I supposed to say something? I got nothing. <laughs>